Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. You know what, my friends? I was thinking about this for the past, I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks. And I've held off saying this, but in light of what we are seeing coming out of the People's Republic of California. Have you seen? There's a lot of things I want to talk about today, by the way. But the People's Republic of California, they are asking people... Oz, I don't know if you saw this or not. They are asking people to do two things, to keep their air conditioning set at 78 degrees. 78. Folks, Oz knows what I set the air conditioning at, and that would not suffice. I That is, I mean, what's the point? What's the point of air conditioning? That's the first step. The second step, the second thing they're asking the People's Republic of California they're asking people, this is the part of it that, I mean, I would say that you can't make this up, but this was predictable. They're also asking people not to charge <laughs> their electric vehicles um, during certain times because of uh, the, what, the blackouts or rolling brownouts or whatever they whatever they've got um, to contend with in California. That whole that whole situation regarding energy in California, it is government mismanagement, overregulation, complete just disastrous policy, disastrous leadership, total disaster created by the government there. But as I'm thinking about this story, and I want to talk about that a little bit, I also want to talk... Remind you, remind you, I'm going to say this. This only becomes news when what I'm about to say is the opposite. If this, let, me, let me say it first, and that'll make sense. We're in the middle. Today is September. We are smack dab in the middle of hurricane season. Do you know this? We're smack dab in the middle of hurricane season. Hurricane season is June through November. So June, July, August be the first three months. September, October, November, the second half, the second three months of the hurricane season. And I think when I checked a week or two ago, we have had three named storms. Now, why do I bring this up? This is all connected. This is all connected to the narrative. It's all connected to... Well, the reality of what the real dangers that we face on planet Earth are. And I'm telling you, as certain as I'm sitting here, man's contribution to climate change is not in the top 50 million problems that the world has. And that is not even, I don't, that's not even hyperbolic. I think that we could come up with a list of 49,999,999 things that are more legitimately a problem than anthropomorphic 
climate change. And so, but you look at this, we're in the midst of it. You know, you know for a fact, you have no doubt whatsoever, if we were experiencing, you know, eight named storms and two major hurricanes by this point in the season, which, of course, those sorts of things happen, the news and the narrative of the day would be, see, we told you, we were, we're running out of time. The Democrats are trying to save the planet from the evil Republicans, and they just can't get it done. You know, this is this is just, well, the end of life as we know it. Unless, of course, unless, of course, we give all of our rights, sign those over to bureaucrats, and ideally, when dealing with the radical left, they would really like us to give our rights over to the globalists, along with lots of dollars that they can redistribute, which is what this is all about. The, the, the folks who are in the radical climate, what the radical green movement, the radical climate policy folks, these are leftists. These are folks who were involved in other leftist organizations throughout their lives, and they just move from issue to issue to the one that they think is the most likely, the most uh, helpful to advance, most likely to advance, or the one that um, that seems to be the most promising to be able to usher in policies that are leftist policies that punish producers that destroy or weaken the free market that centralize control and so you know as good as i that if there were hurricanes out there and folks that that could change today my point in bringing this up and i've waited i wanted to wait until we're smack dab in the middle of hurricane season and there's no hurricanes around that could change tomorrow that could change today i'm not i'm only pointing this out to say in light of this news from california which we'll talk about here a little bit but in light of that you know as well as i that if hurricanes were brewing and and spinning up all over the atlantic ocean right now we would hear constantly that it is proof that man's contribution to climate change is destroying planet earth we are destroying our habitat we have to act. In fact, we may have waited too long. Some radical leftists to come along and save us from ourselves. But if that's the case, why can't we at the same time say in absence of those things, since there hasn't been that sort of weather, and since we know that that would be the narrative, had that been the reality that we're... And thankfully we're not, by the way, for the sake of protecting life and property and you know just keeping people safe but if it's true that the narrative would change and that people would be clamoring about climate change if there were hurricanes can we not also do the opposite can we not also say since there aren't any hurricanes there's only i think there's been three named storms and none of them have been major again thankfully Can we not then say that that is proof that man is not destroying the climate? No, no, no. You can't do that because the left wants their cake. They want to have their cake and eat it too. They want to say when a weather event 
is cataclysmic. They want to say it's proof, it's evidence of climate change. When weather is peaceful and pleasant, as it has been where where I am for some time, it's been beautiful, beautiful weather here. When that's the case and you cite the weather, if temperatures are below normal or storms are not as prevalent or whatever, they'll say, well, that's weather. You can't cite weather when talking about climate. But what do they do the first time a Category 3, 4, or 5 hurricane pops up on radar? They start talking about man's contribution to climate change. Anyway, so that's something I wanted to talk about off the top. But let's look at this stupidity that's happening in the People's Republic of California. Washington Examiner says this, headline, Californians asked to keep AC, that is air conditioning, at 78 and Nick's vehicle charges to spare grid. I'm just going to read a part of this. California grid operators warned residents to prepare for voluntary, <laughs> voluntary energy cuts and other emergency measures such as turning down the air conditioning and for uh, foregoing electric vehicle charges as the state braces for a period of excessive heat expected to last through Tuesday, right? So they're going to use this as a, an example of man-made climate change, right? I mean, we know that this is going to happen. But keep in mind, the same time all of this is happening, Hot temperatures in California in the late summer, same time that that is happening, we have a relatively peaceful, at the time I'm speaking these words right now, and again, that can change at a moment's notice. This is what nature does. It is not predictable, and in fact, it actually is. It is weather, and things can change and patterns can develop, but right now, if heat in California proves climate change, then the absence of hurricanes in the Atlantic proved that there isn't man-made climate change. Again, if we're going to be consistent, but it's not the way that it works. I only illustrate this to, or to point this out, to illustrate the hypocrisy. And what we talk about is often what we are led to talk about. And what they want to talk about is obviously policies, worldview, I would say religion. It's a religious belief. In fact, the radical leftists who are, I mean, there, there are people who are, I mean, they treat the earth as though earth itself is, God, There, I had something a couple of weeks ago. Nancy Pelosi, she said something about Mother Earth. I'm going to have to pull that up. Mother Earth isn't happy with us or some such thing, which is to me a crazy thing to say for someone who uh, says that they're Catholic because Earth is not God. I mean, that's, in fact, to a Christian faith, that is heretical. That's Earth is created by God. Earth is not God. But that's how the left treats this. Mother Nature. Mother's not happy. Mother's mother's upset that you didn't vote for this particular climate change legislation, so she's going to pitch a fit and throw a hurricane some direction. That's how some of these folks treat this. In fact, I wanted to talk about that a few weeks ago when I saw that. Anyway, so I'm going back to the article here. It says that these, um, again, this, this 
excessive heat is expected to last through uh, Tuesday. California Independent System Operator said in a statement that it's taking measures to bring all available resources online ahead of the heat wave, which is expected to be the longest and most severe, most severe high heat period to hit the state so far this year. And so, so they're telling people right after, by the way, right after just just voting in what is it 2035 they are going to outlaw move towards the total elimination of gas powered vehicles in the state of California i think 2035 is the is the deadline when everything that's going to be sold i guess is going to be electric or whatever else but you're not going to be able to charge it because they're telling people not to charge the vehicle the only type of vehicle that they want people to be able to have in California my friends, you can't even refuel it, meaning they're telling you not to charge it. This is exactly what happens when we follow the ideology and the worldview of the radical left. This is what it creates. It creates scarcity. It creates massive problems. The idea that these experts and bureaucrats anywhere, especially, well, shouldn't say especially, but maybe I will say especially in the People's Republic of California, to think that they can sit there and manage the complexities of an economy and modern life, or even candidly, not even modern life, just the basics of life. You've seen, you may have seen the, what is it, an essay or what have you about all the parts, uh, all, all the steps and all the people involved in the production of a, of a pencil, and just how preposterous it would be for government to have complete control over that to deliver the number of pencils to market that people need. It's, it would be impossible for that one little bitty part of our economy, and yet they think they can control everything, not just in the economy, my friends. They think that they can control um, you know, the weather, the sea levels in 100 years, they think that they can control making sure that everyone gets paid equal pay for equal work, even though there's no way to measure that. They act as though people are robots and there's no difference among individuals. There's no difference in skill or interests or availability or proficiency or anything like that. Anyway, this is what happens. This is what happens when the radical left is in charge they're telling you how to run your life. They're telling you all of these things, all of these things that they're going to protect Californians from, at least as it pertains to Californian politicians. Nationwide, we can, we can point to the radical left in Washington, D.C. and say they do the same exact thing. They promise to save us from all these problems, but what happens? Their solution is to, in the case of climate change, in the case of not having good enough electric grid because it had been mismanaged for so many, for decades. The amount of fires that have been caused by out-of-date electrical equipment in the People's Republic of California, the amount of fires that have been caused because the land was not properly managed, there weren't controlled burns. I mean, we could go on down the list. Now the latest ridiculous, well, ridiculousness happening in California is residents are being asked to keep their air conditioning at 78 
and to not store electric vehicles, which again are the only vehicles the government in California even wants you to be able to buy. Basically, they're now telling you the only vehicle we want you to have, my friends, you cannot even fuel up. You cannot even recharge. And of course, the obvious is right there. It is because of the very policies. It is because of the very leaders in these positions that Californians are facing these problems. But instead, they just, they don't believe it. They believe that, they believe, I think, some people believe that if it wasn't for the efforts of these government officials, instead of being asked to keep their air conditioning at 78, they may believe that their air conditioning would be completely shut down or they would be asked to keep it at 85 or they would be told that they could never drive any vehicle again, ride bikes and walk around town instead. That's what some some people believe that the left, by implementing these, <laughs> what I consider failures, they think, wow, if they didn't act as they did, it would even be worse. And I mean, I don't know how you even argue with people like that. Facts don't seem to matter. Reality doesn't seem to matter. What happens doesn't seem to matter. What matters in their mind is that somehow, some way, Republicans who haven't had a voice in the state of California in eons are undoubtedly to blame in the minds of these leftists. Quick time out, my friends. Lots of other things to get to. You're listening to Conservative Not Bitter Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. Oz has dug up this clip from Nancy Pelosi a couple of weeks ago. This was back when they were praising themselves and patting themselves on the back for passing the so-called Inflation Reduction Act. Patting themselves on the back, saying how wonderful of a job they've done. So she pulled the clip. It's a short clip. I want you to... This is so weird. Such a weirdo. Listen to this. Nancy Pelosi at the podium talking about... Because... Let's get context. The context is... In the Inflation Reduction Act, obviously, there's climate policies, right? I mean, why not? There's certainly <laughs> there's certainly nothing in the bill that reduces inflation, but there's other things in there that are supposedly going to save our environment, which, of course, the only thing it's going to do, the only thing it's going to do is add cost and red tape and bad things to free markets and free people. That's and cost. That's what it's going to do. And Democrats are going to pat themselves on the back, which they already have. But Nancy Pelosi, she's out here talking about Mother Earth getting angry. Getting angry from time to time. Listen, listen to this. How can they vote against the planet? Mother Earth. Mother Earth gets angry from time to time, and uh, this legislation will help us address all of that. How can they vote against the planet? Mother Earth gets angry from time to time. Mother Earth is angry. I guess Mother Earth didn't get the memo, at least in California, that she should be happy. Mother Earth should be throwing a party. Mother Earth shouldn't be creating circumstances for the people in the People's Republic of California that causes them to have to keep their air conditioning set at 78 degrees 
and not even change, not even have the ability to charge the vehicle that is going to, if you listen to the left, solely responsible for saving Mother Earth. Like, what in the world does this all does this all mean? This is this is again nonsense. But this is how this is how this is framed and discussed um, in politics today. So, Mother Earth is angry because I guess we didn't have good enough climate policies. We've passed policies that Mother Earth should be ecstatic about, but she's not, at least not in California. Although Oz said to me, maybe Mother Earth got the memo in the Atlantic Ocean. And maybe she is celebrating climate change policies being passed by the United States and not sending, not sending any hurricanes into the Atlantic Ocean so far this year. Maybe that is what's happening. Maybe Nancy Pelosi is on to something here. I don't know. I actually do know. But this is again, this is what we're this is what we're dealing with. I want to shift gears here in the time basically the second half of the program. I want to talk in the latter half of the program today about Project Veritas. Now, we've talked about Project Veritas on here for some time um, in lots of, lots of examples. Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, they have been demonized by the media, uh, by the Democrat Party, by the radical left, predictably, because virtually everybody in the radical left's I guess, circle of trust has been exposed by Project Veritas for being, well, for some really terrible stuff from Planned Parenthood to CNN to Facebook and Twitter to take your pick. I mean, on down, on down the line. And so now Project Veritas, they, I think it was, I think it was two days ago, they released some, well, a video. There may have been more than one, with uh, pertaining to public education, public education, and there was a, an assistant. Or I'd have to look. I'm going to look at the title and, and get this uh, when we talk about it next segment. But basically, there's an administrator, an assistant principal, or something at a high school who basically says he's looking to hire woke teachers. Looking to hire woke teachers. If they're conservative, uh-uh, not going to be in there. And there's there's tips and tricks. I mean, this guy might have an online course. Are you a woke administrator? Consider signing up for my program so that you can learn how to keep the conservative teachers out of your school. You want teachers that don't care what parents think? You want teachers that are engaged in trying to sexually corrupt your child or put ideas in their minds about gender that you completely and utterly disagree with, have no fear, my friends, because the left is here to make sure to make sure that they get teachers, I about said professors, but teachers, at least into this one school, and folks, where there's one, there's hundreds, 
get teachers in the school systems around the country, at least in this one district. But again, it's reasonable to think that this is happening way outside of just this one school district. Keeping conservative, traditional values teachers out of the mix, bringing in instead the ultra-woke, ultra-left, radical, insane, deranged teacher, which is clearly what we need more of, right, in today's educational world. Please detect the extreme amount of sarcasm there. So I want to talk about this. I want to talk about the threat, the danger. I want to applaud Project Veritas for exposing these jokers and clowns. And how many times? How many times? Have you noticed it's nine times out of ten, it's men. It's men who are going out to dinner. What's up with that, by the way? These men are going out to dinner with, I'm presuming, it seems like, because you never see the faces, but you hear the voices of what appears to be young women. So these leftists, I guess anytime a mildly attractive young woman pays any attention to them, they're willing to go out to dinner with them and tell them, their deepest, darkest secrets about how they can use their influence to change, whether it's public education, whether it's what's shared on social media, whether it's the selling of aborted body parts at Planned Parenthood, whatever, whatever these crazy, wacko, radical leftists are going to come up with next, it's like they get the slightest bit of attention and they, they just go multiple times, multiple times talking about these things. It's, it's as though they've not even seen one of the other exposés. It's remarkable, really, to watch how this unfolds before our very eyes. So anyway, I want to talk about that on the other side of the break, but we've got to take a time out, my friends. Sit tight. Back here in just a minute. <laughs> Friends, I'm still hearing the voice of Nancy Pelosi in my head telling me that ang- that Mother Earth gets angry from time to time, my friends. Whatever the world that's supposed to mean. Anyway, let's get back here to this Project Veritas story. This is important. This broke, I believe it was, Tuesday. Tuesday night, I believe, is when they released this uh, this video or series of videos. I think the one that they, like the, the summary video, I'm pretty sure, let's see here. I think it was like a 30 minute, 30 minute video. And so there's some young undercover journalist, female at Project Fair, working with Project Veritas. She goes and she has dinner with the assistant principal. What did I say earlier? I knew it was a, Something, some principle, but I may have gotten the title wrong. Jeremy Boland of Coscob Elementary School. This is in Greenwich, Connecticut, right? Yeah, Greenwich, Connecticut. He's on now. I was. I want to play the sound bites. You may have seen some of these or heard this, or heard some of these clips. And I want to play it, but the audio is so low because you know. She's not holding the microphone up to his mouth. There's not a boom microphone coming in. She's trying to stay incognito, undercover here. 
So the microphone, there's a bunch of background noise. It's a little bit hard to hear. So I'm going to have to read some of the things that he is on tape admitting. This is what he says. Believe it or not, the open-minded, more progressive teachers are actually more savvy about delivering a democratic message without really ever having having without really ever having to mention politics. So in other words, I guess he's saying these students are being s- trained so well by the leftist colleges that they attend. They're being trained so well to be covert radical leftists, to be covert indoctrinationists who go into schools to teach your child or your grandchild or the neighbor kid or whatever, kids in your community, kids in your family, these folks, according to this principle, assistant principle, reminds me of the office, assistant to the regional manager, assistant regional manager, whatever. But this principle is please. He's like, look, we can, we're, we're having covert, op, uh, covert operations in here. We are able to hire teachers now who can get these young little students to believe in leftist policies without ever having to be directly told to engage in leftist policies. He says they're getting really good at this. They're so savvy about delivering a democratic message. Folks, this guy should never be allowed to be a principal anywhere ever again. This is clearly not the role of what a principal is. Here's another quote from Jeremy Boland, assistant principal. Heck, it might be assistant to the principal when it's all said and done. But he says this, so it's subtle. They, meaning the teachers that he hires, will never say, oh, this is a liberal or a democratic way of doing this. They'll just make that the norm, and this is how we handle things. It's subtle. That's how you get away with it. So, my friends, when the FBI, when the FBI was told to investigate parents, to harass parents who challenge teachers in public schools over the past, whatever it's been, this past summer, this past year, whatever it's been, when that has been happening, the parent, again, we're being gaslit, right? They're doing the very things that we all know that they're doing. I'm not, again, this is not a universal thing. Please don't put, misunderstand or put words in my mouth. But I am telling you, it is in my humble estimation that there is there are teachers like this, I would venture to say, I'm going to say every school district. I'm, I'm not stating it's the majority of all teachers. It may, be, it may be close to the majority of younger teachers. I don't know about that. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot more than it used to be. And now maybe they're being trained. Maybe that's part of the public education system now. Well, as far as college, the college system that teaches kids to be public education teachers. So he's praising this. These folks are being praised, being sought out for positions of employment at publics, at least one public school. And I would venture to say he's not the only one. Again, 
but they are being sought out because of their political ideology. And not just their ideology, that they're, they're good at communicating their ideology, getting kids to accept that worldview as true without directly teaching them that the worldview is true. Just basically pressing it onto kids by behavior, by maybe the examples they use in the class or what have you. They're not directly going through it and say, this is what you should think, little Bobby and Susie. Instead, they are pressing just by making it the norm, as this principle says, right? Make make it seem normal to think that kindergartners who are biologically male, that, that it's normal to say that they're female or whatever, that their gender is, a, again, I don't know how to say some of these things because there's so many possibilities and so many so much nonsense out there, but you know what I mean. Boys can be girls, girls can be boys. Girls can be boys in the morning and girls in the afternoon and switch back and forth. People can be wolves, whatever, whatever's next. They just teach that. And this is, folks, this, this is dangerous. This is how cultures, I mean, you talk about cultural rot. And for the people who think that this doesn't matter, I just, it's, it's beyond my comprehension to see how that's a logical conclusion. When we have a morally bankrupt society, which in many ways we are fighting this very thing, definitely the leftist worldview is morally bankrupt. But when that permeates all aspect of our, aspects of our society, it hurts, it hurts everybody. It hurts commerce. Nobody wants to work. There's no, I mean, virtue is abandoned. This is not good. This directly, you can't just separate economics out and say, again, I'm not saying to legislate behavior, but we also can't let this stuff be taught right in front of our faces without stopping it. So timeouts in order, my friends. Sit tight. Back in just a minute. friends so this battle in education look i know there's all sorts of things we got biden who's going to be out there speaking later today if you own a gun if you've thought about owning a gun if you've ever fired a gun if you've ever thought about a gun in a positive way or thought a gun can actually do good in the sense of protecting a person or his or her family from harm or whatever. If you've if you have any sort of I don't know respect or see the value of guns in the Second Amendment, prepared to be prepared to be well offended tonight. That's just what's going to happen. I mean, this is again they're trying to stir up some sort of an issue here that they think will help them in the midterms, and between climate change, which of course. Remember, that's why we started with that earlier today. Climate change. Remember, the people in California that have been running that state are radical leftists. And their only solution right now to deal with climate change, or I guess to deal with temperatures that they're going to tell us, heat waves that are the result of man-made climate change, the only solution they have is for people to set their 
thermostats for their air conditioning at 78 degrees and to not charge their electric car. Boy, that's convenient. That's the best that's the best idea. That's the best idea that leftists have. And so, just like they are completely wrong and messed up on the issue of climate change, what is causing it, how you address it, even if it needs to be addressed. You're not even allowed to ask those questions. The only thing you're allowed to do is raise taxes on the American taxpayer. You are to create systems where you redistribute wealth, where you take away the freedom of Americans. That's the only acceptable conclusion for the radical left as it pertains to climate change. And likewise, the only solution that they are happy with when it comes to guns is to not have any guns. And people, it's amazing to me. People say, nobody's calling for that. Yes, yes, they are. <laughs> they are. Now, I'm not saying it's every Democrat. That's not what I'm saying. But to act like there's not a louder group of people calling for the outright repeal of the Second Amendment. I mean, they are, they are out there. They don't always say it like that. Beto O'Rourke said, hell yeah, he's coming for your AR-15. Remember that? Biden said some stuff. I mean, there's plenty of Democrats who have said things that make it clear that they don't want anyone to have a gun at any time ever, even in light of examples of people with guns stopping bad people with guns doing heinous things with guns. Good guy with a gun stopping a bad guy with a gun right there for all the world to see happen here in Indianapolis, or actually Greenwood, a little bit, not too far from, from us. So, but again, prepare to be offended at what you're going to hear tonight. But there's plenty, it's, it's an all-out assault, right? They're, they're attacking public education, guns, climate change, taxes, free markets, all this stuff simultaneously, so we've got to be we've got to be abreast about what's going on all over the place. So touched on a couple of different things today. Timeouts in order. I'm out of time in this segment. Sit tight, my friends. Back in just a minute. All right, my friends. That's all the time that we have today. But of course, tomorrow, almost can guarantee you that we'll be talking about Biden's speech. Who knows what he's going to mess up. I don't know if it's more worthwhile discussing what he messes up in this speech, um, guess what he's trying to say, or should we just be flat out terrified of the things that he actually gets right and is trying to communicate as it pertains to whatever all he's going to get into. But we know he's going to be talking about um, the Second Amendment and guns and liberty and freedom and all that as well but i've got to go folks thank you so much for listening have a great day sdgc tomorrow take care